Welcome back to Legit Bat. This is a special show that our buddy Ghost does over on his show, My Third Eye, along with Ryan from Dangerous World. And I I think we've mentioned them before. And uh, they invited Jen to come on for this week's episode, so we decided to put it out out on our feed as well. Uh, You might have noticed we aren't doing as many shows lately. Summer's kind of a rough time for scheduling and all that. And we have a couple new ideas uh, in the pipe for the show. Also, we're going to be working with uh, the guys at True Theater Radio and working on some radio dramas, if anybody's into that. So stay tuned. We've got more stuff coming out soon. And enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team and the tag team champions of the podcast world. I am the lunatic fringe, the left lip ghost. With me, as always, is the radical one, the right lip, Ryan Dean. And joining special guest in studio from the grips of the bat herself, Jen from Legit Bat. How are you? Good. How are you? I love your radio voice, Ghost. It's pretty good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Just a half-retarded motherfucker over here. It's a lot of fun, man. I might cough a little bit because I got some more scorpion and ghost pepper seeds, <laughs> nice. and I I must have got I must have inhaled some or something. So I might be muting myself every now and then. But it's great to have you on here, Jen. Yes, absolutely. Thanks. Highlighting yeah, female honor to be on cunt. Yes. Yeah, we talked about that's uh, women women empowerment, right? And I see you're drinking a white claw over there, ghost. What are you drinking? Are you drinking anything? Uh, water. I think I'm still a little buzzed from last night. So. Uh, man, I'm, I'm buzzing from uh, from betting, dude. I had a good night last night. It was a lot of fun. Fuck yeah. thinking, I found one of these things. These are really cool. It's um lemon raspberry, oh. like beer. It's really good. It's like a kind of almost like a sour, but it's delicious. Okay, almost kind of nice like, kind of like a shandy, but but with uh, some berry in it. Uh, some berry, yeah, exactly. It's pretty good though. I like it a lot. Sounds, sounds so. Um. Usually, Jen, what we do, we kind of like shoot the shit up front here. Like, what'd you get into this weekend? You, did you, uh, obviously, you guys are doing some yard work. This is like kind of your business day at home, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. But you do anything fun? Yeah, yeah. No, a bunch of our friends moved back from Indiana. They moved from California to Indiana, and then they just moved back to California. And we're very surprised, but happy they're back. So we had a huge barbecue last night and drank yeah. way too much. So I'm <laughs> drinking White Claw right now just to feel normal again. And I right. drink White Claw because of you, Ryan. You got me into White Claw way back now, in the day. Was that a watermelon by chance? Was that the flavor? No, it's the grapefruit. Ooh. Is that your favorite one? No, no. I just grabbed the ones that were left. I like the black cherry. I like all of them, really. I just hate mango. That's the only one I can't do. Really? I think I drank too many mango ones, and I don't like them that much anymore. But the blackberry is bomb. I don't know if you've had oh, the blackberry that one's great. yet. I have. That one's great. But you can't find it anymore. They only have the two different variety packs one of them is like orange watermelon and lemon it's they're real boring and then the other ones are the lime grapefruit raspberry and black cherry and that's yeah. the ones we get all the time you can't right, have a right. no mango what's that you can't have a no mango right right i mean it, dude i the uh the black cherry ones or the blackberry ones rather i always get them confused but the blackberry ones they only sell in tall cans here now oh. which is fine you know what I mean? I can throw a couple of those back and feel pretty good. But I've been liking those like refreshing things. That's why I'm drinking this weird little uh, from Osho Brewing and uh, that popsicle blonde. It's good. It's like the the sour kind of lighter shit. It's only four point five percent, so it's kind of nice when you are a little hungover. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's Just get perfect going. too. In the summertime, you need to have something refreshing. Oh, I yeah. drink beer and wine during the winter time. That's fine, but a nice refreshing. Whatever the fuck White Claw is, is perfect in the summer. Have you tried uh, Arizona's hard tea? I have not. Huh. Highly recommend the lemon. 
they have lemon, peach, and their ginseng and honey uh, brand, but their hard, hard, le- uh, hard iced tea blows fucking um, twisted tea out of the water. Uh, yeah, I'm not a Mountain fan. Dew. Huh? It was gross. Was it the hard Mountain Dew? I don't know if you guys have had that. It uh-uh. reminds me of Four Loco. Like I okay. feel like your IQ points go down a little bit when you're drinking <sighs> one. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, with Mountain Dew attached to it, it has to be <laughs> I know. sucking it's brain a- cells away with every sip. Right. And it's like you have to have a mullet or something drinking that shit. It's really nasty. I know Ghost is a big fan of Mountain I was, Dew. I was just going to say, or you just be have be bald and have a goatee. Dude, the demographic of Mountain Dew drinkers is honestly like, it's what? like a trailer park. It is. It's white crowd. trash. Right, right. Okay. Well, <laughs> as long as you know, that's good. I, I do. I do. Trust me. I know. Well, uh, what'd you get into this weekend, Ghost? Uh, Friday, we did the tavern. Had a great time doing that. And uh, yesterday, spent some time with my sister. Got caught up on uh, 10 years of absenceness. So it was, nice. a, it was a good time. Took her up to the little local uh, dive bar here in town. And I, I said, are you hungry? And she's like, yeah, I was going to cook her food. And I forget how it came up. I was like, yeah, the, the, the bar in town, you get 21 deep fried shrimp for $5.50. She's like, can we go get them? I'm like, sure, why not? <laughs> Let's go to the dive bar. So we went up there, had a couple drinks, and then came back and just kind of chilled, listened to music, and uh, drank a lot of fucking beer. A lot of fucking beer. Good. Yeah, are you, you guys are catching up. You just mm-hmm. have been uh, kind of like out of each other's lives for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, long story short a lot of weird shit kind of went on back in the day and and what have you and maybe i kind of blamed her for some shit and whatever and probably shouldn't have but hey uh i I, well i called you right after i ran into her in the beginning of the week and what have you and i was like you know i'm just going to take the higher higher road here and uh a new approach to life and see see what happens and give it a chance so we had fun good man good shit will come to you if you do that kind of stuff absolutely absolutely Throwing good the good stuff. karma back. Didn't get a chance oh, to watch yeah. any uh, any cool movies, but uh, really craving to watch Nefarious again. Nefarious is good, dude. You haven't watched the movie everyone's talking about? The fucking Sound of Freedom? No, I have not. Have you seen that, Jen? Nope, I haven't. I have seen uh, a lot of posts on Instagram, Facebook, and all the socials all about it. Yeah. Not not seen it. People See, either love it or it. they fucking bash against it. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. So the reason I think people bash against it and why there's a lot of people like, quote unquote, exposing shit about it is because this movie's allowed to come out. Right. Like it's a it's a movie all about like, you know, it, it sounds like elite pedophile like or, or human traffickers, right. essentially. Right. To me, I, it just it gives me a weird vibe. Like right after that, there was some weird shit in California. Jen, I don't know if you saw where they le- lay, they lightened up the penalties for trafficking for human trafficking. Can actually That's play crazy. this. I'll play I this video. That, really but uh, you know what's weird is that movie is PG thirteen, so they don't actually show anything mm-hmm. in the movie. They just uh, reference it or just kind of infer what's happening throughout the movie. I I just was looking it up and I saw that it was PG thirteen. Like, wow, you want teenagers to see that? I mean, maybe they do, but right. I mean, it's strange. I'll show this really quick um, because it. I, I think it is interesting timing at the very least. Um, let's see. I got to share my sound. And uh, yeah, so check this out. It's a it's a three minute long video, I think. I don't know if I recorded the whole thing, but let's see. 
tense scrutiny tonight after blocking yeah. a bill that would have prevented child sex traffickers from being released from prison early. That bill is SB 14. It would have increased prison sentences for those who commit that crime again and again. Yeah, the measure had strong bipartisan support, and now Democratic leaders, including the governor, are speaking out. KCRA 3 Capital Correspondent Ashley Zavala explains the response now from state leaders and where that bill stands right now. Well, state Democratic leaders are saying to stay tuned on this child sex trafficking bill with both Governor Gavin Newsom and the Democratic leader of the Assembly suggesting that they're concerned with how this bill was blocked yesterday. Again, this measure had broad bipartisan support in the state Senate. It passed out of there unanimously, and it was halfway through the legislative process before yesterday. As we reported, the Assembly Public Safety Committee blocked the bill that would have ensured people convicted of sex trafficking children do not get out of prison early and would face harsher penalties if they continue to commit the crime. Governor Gavin Newsom told us today he spoke with the bill's author, Senator Shannon Grove, this morning, and he was also surprised by yesterday's vote. It's an area I care deeply about, have since my time as mayor. Uh, as a supervisor, working with then district attorney Kamala Harris, I appreciate Shannon Grove's efforts on this, and uh, and uh, wanted to make sure she knew that today, and uh, we'll be following up, and we'll have more to say about that very shortly. Senator Grove had a meeting late this afternoon with the leader of the Assembly Public Safety Committee, Assemblyman Reggie Jones Sawyer. She wants the Assembly to suspend the rules for her bill to bypass this committee to be voted on by the full House. Yeah, I think the meeting was very productive. Um, there was nothing decided at that meeting. Uh, we kind of laid out the situation and, and um, we I really do feel like it was a productive meeting. Um, and so we're still waiting uh, for results. Meanwhile, Assembly Speaker Robert Revis was asked repeatedly about this issue at a Sacramento Press Club event this afternoon. He said discussions are underway to, quote, get this right. We are um, very much engaged, and we have been uh, since last night. California Republican Party Chairwoman Jessica Milan Patterson outraged by the committee's decision. They obviously need to take this back up for reconsideration. I think that they are seeing Californians are outraged about this and America is watching. They need to fix this right away, not just because of the political blowback, but because it's the right thing to do for our kids. Proposed laws for the year face a deadline this coming Friday to pass out of their policy committees in order to move forward for the year. Because lawmakers go on summer recess at the end of this week. It's unclear if this bill will get special circumstances or if the conversation will pick back up next year. Now, Assembly Speaker Robert Revis is new, so he did not appoint Assemblyman Reggie Jones-Sawyer to lead the Assembly Public Safety Committee. We asked Revis if he was going to keep Jones-Sawyer in that post. Revis would not say, but said that an update was coming eventually. Reporting at the state capitol, Ashley's... Yes, you get the idea there, but Jen is the only Californian. What do you... What do you, th- or on the show at least, the only Californian? What do you think about that? Um, well, I know Gavin Newsom's going to run for president, <clears throat> so it seems like they're making a huge deal out of it, not being passed, so that he can come in and save the day, and mm. then look better as a presidential candidate. Possibly, I don't know how that lady. I don't know who that was, but saying it's a productive meeting, and then the next words out of her mouth are nothing was decided. How yeah. is that productive at all? It's ridiculous. It's just that double speak that fucking politicians use all the time, right? Yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's wild. Like the timing is very interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I know that it seems like it takes a little while for bills to go through and whatever, but this is a, some committee who elects these people, who, who puts these people in power, or who puts these people to where they can make that kind of decision to where Rep- California Republicans and California Democrat, uh, like actual government officials 
they can look like they're agreeing and like they're the good guys in this instance. You know what I mean? And then there's just some yeah. rogue committee out there fucking everything up. It's strange. Yeah, and know. it's weird because <clears throat> how is it not a slam dunk bill to pass? It's yeah. really obvious. How, why would you even why does that even have to be something that people are arguing about? What is the benefit of not passing it? Like, that's what I want to know. Why would they mm-hmm. vote against that? Well, no just kind of goes to show you the the state of uh, society that we live in all around the world. I mean, I hope these people burn in fucking hell for it. Yeah, man, it's a dark thing. Like, I don't know, just politicizing this issue is sick. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's a, it's a really, really nasty thing to politicize. And I understand. I mean, honestly, abortion, I think, is too. Um, the gun. I mean, all these, you know, different political issues are kind of... Uh, kind of shitty to play as like pawns in this whole situation but um i'm trying to find some more clips here real quick there we go um you didn't tell us dude, what gotta, you did this weekend what's that you didn't tell us what you got into this weekend you just oh, kind of jumped oh, the gun yeah, yeah. and went right r- swinging for the fucking ropes here well we mentioned it you know and i was <laughs> like well i got a clip for this so i just forgot but uh yeah man no just had a good had a good weekend i uh you know watched ufc last night as always and uh had a successful betting night which is always fun um i was really really close to making like two thousand dollars almost but i got like 400 is what i ended up with so it was a good night it was a fun fun situation last night obviously drank quite a bit made some delicious food like the best meat i think i've ever made for tacos and uh, we've been eating them for three days now and it's just i mean it's not getting old so gonna eat some enchiladas with that meat today nice nice i don't even know what i'm cooking today yet so i mean you can never go wrong with beef dude it's just like just some beef in a crock pot season it up and you're good to go it's what's for dinner that's what i'm told that is what i'm told so we'll kind of change up the the mood here a little bit there was uh there was a pretty interesting story i mean victoria as always sending really great stuff um i want to and she probably sent you a lot of the same stuff goes Mm -hmm. but this is a really interesting thing coming out of brazil a transgender going in the women's bathroom here pretty wild so a transgender male decided to go into a women's bathroom exposing his private parts while women and children were around but this guy must have forgot that this is in los angeles this is brazil motherfucker and they don't play that shit here pretty sad these women have to do the job of a man by taking the trash out but you can see this asshole deserves every bitch slap that he gets let's call him what he is he's a pedophile and if this was in los angeles you bet your ass antifa would be out there protecting this pedophile and protesting the uh these women congratulations to these women for taking out the trash i mean shout you out gotta love brazilian women dude yeah. there's many reasons to love them but wow that was uh and you sh- like to see that kind of stuff. Shout out uh, Hidden Gateway. He he puts out some good content, and uh, I saw I saw that video on his his uh, IG. And I, when I when I watched at first, I watched it with no sound. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? And I turned the sound. I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> this is it's great. wild, dude. It's insane. Now, Jen, do you see this going on up there? I mean, I know you're in kind of a red district, but is there a lot of dudes that go in women's bathrooms there? No, none. I've never seen it. I, I live in kind of a boring part of California for this this time in our society um, because people don't take shit up here. A lot of people didn't wear masks during COVID. A lot of businesses. Cool. Uh, there were some um, little cafes that were like, you're not allowed to wear a mask in here when we were like mm. on lockdown and forced like to wear that. masks. So, so yeah, so we weren't. I never see that shit. I can't even imagine. 
Yeah, I've seen I a heard... dude wearing a woman's bathing suit. That's like the closest I've seen. Was his name well, I Dylan do that all the time? Yeah. <laughs> what goes? I said, was his name Dylan? <laughs> Dylan <know>. Mulvaney, <laughs> dude. Uh, I saw you know talking about you know restaurants not allowing um, you know masks to be worn and stuff. I guess In and Out, which is California based, right? They're passing a, a thing where they're not going or they're they're kicking this idea around to where their employees cannot wear masks. Which yeah, I, think I think they is great. did. They did they pass did that, and not in California and Oregon, but in like Utah, New Mexico, Arizona, wherever else In and Out is, they did. They made it a rule that uh, employees are not allowed to wear masks at all. That's good. That's great. Which is weird in the service industry, food service though. Like I, I don't know. I'm not saying they should be wearing masks, but um, I guess I like it as a preventative measure for in case this happens again and there's some sort of mask mandate that's in place already. Like, oh yeah, actually we don't have to follow this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is kind of interesting with food and stuff like that, but I don't know, man. I, you know, this is where I got in a lot of heat with like the drunk driving idea where like obviously drunk driving is bad, but I think that we should be allowed to do it unless you fucking cause an accident. We talked about this at nauseum, so I don't yeah. want to get into it again, obviously, but you know, like people are like death threatening me and shit. Like, you know, people that don't know me at all commenting, being like, I hope you fucking get in a car accident when you're drunk drive. I'm like, dude, I don't do that. I'm just saying that I think people should be allowed to do it. Now, everyone's done it, right? Every, I mean, if you're lying, if you say that you've never fucking driven a little little too drunk. Right. Um, but, yeah, man, people get so so emotional about this shit, and it's very strange, to say the least. But um, let me show this now. Um, this is pretty creepy, actually. Here. So eight out of ten parents have followers that they've never met. I'm just going to kind of read this. Meet the parents of nine-year-old Ella. They often post about her life on social media. Oblivious to how it could impact her future. Showing the parents walking in here. To a movie theater. So completely unaware, we showed them. Using just one photo and AI, we were uh, able to basically recreate Ella grown up. It's a fake hey, person. Mom. Hey, Dad. It's me, Ella. Well, a, a digital version of me. Just a bit older. Amazing what technology can do these days, isn't it? All you need are a couple of pictures, like the ones you share on social media, where they can be taken and used by everybody. I know, for you, these pictures are just memories. But for others, they are data. And for me, maybe the beginning of a horrible future. A future where my identity can be stolen just like that. Where I can go to prison for things that I would never do. Imagine my credit score being destroyed, Dad. Or my voice copied to scam you, Mom. Mom, I'm in trouble. I, I need you to send me money, please. I don't want to become a, a meme, <laughs> humiliated by everyone at school. What you share online is like a digital footprint that will follow me around for the rest of my life. I'm telling you this because I know you love me and would never do anything to harm me. So please, Mom. Please, Dad. Protect my virtual privacy. 
That's freaky. Like, they make it like a horror movie, you know what I mean? That is some scary shit, because, you know, obviously, Jen, you're a mother, I'm a father, and, you know, we've we've posted pictures of our kids when they were younger, you know, not thinking, and seeing that, it's like, holy, f- I never, I mean, you hear about it, I mean, and think about it, but it's never, like, in the forefront of your thought, but seeing that, it's like, holy fuck, you know, what could I have possibly done, you know, to, yeah, that's to never my daughter's our intention future when we're yeah. posting stuff. We're just thinking, you know, our relatives can see it. My family lives 3000 miles away from me. So I, I post pics of our kids occasionally right. so they can right. see them. But I think so many people do it though. The odds of your kid getting picked for that are so sure. slim. Right. I'm not saying there's no risk, but it's everywhere. Now, every single person posts pictures of their kids. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with it. It's just interesting the the level that scammers will go to, right? Scammers are the worst people. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe not the very worst, but, you know, I mentioned this, like when my dad had his surgery, there was someone when he was on the operating table being worked on, there was someone trying to scam him because somehow they got his data from the hospital and they were trying to charge my mom for something that we weren't familiar with. And I looked up the number while she was on the phone and it was a scam number, which is great that you can do, by the way. And, um, you know, thank God everything worked out, you know, w- with the, with the operation and everything. But I mean, w- how fucking shitty is that when, you know, a family's stressed out already and then there, these people are hitting you with some like random charge, you know, it's just, it's wild. The, the levels that these people go to, man, that happened to my grandparents. Uh, actually someone called my grandfather and I was like the black sheep of the family. So he just like automatically thought it was me, which is really crappy. Like he didn't, she didn't say her name, but she was like, grampy, I'm in trouble which is what we called our grandfather. And I mean, we still do. He's still alive. But he said, he said, Jenny, is that you? Of course, it would be me. I'm trapped in Canada and I need money. Send money. I need $2,000. And he was like, okay, hold on. And he was trying to help me and talk to me, to me, quote unquote. And uh, this person kept going on and on about how they were arrested or pulled over and needed money. And he finally... I guess she kept changing the amounts that she needed. And he was like 75 at the time and good on him. He asked, he said, Hey, Jenny, what's your middle name? And then she hung up the phone because she couldn't answer the question. (laughs) So, so he did not get scammed, but I just thought that was really weird that, I mean, people have been doing that for years. This was in the early two thousands that that happened to my grandfather. There was no social media at that time. People were still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. They did that actually to my grandma too, when she was around, um, said that it was my cousin it was a you know some police officer they were pretending to be a a cop or something and they were saying that they needed money because my cousin was in jail right and so you know grandparents usually will do anything for their grandkids right so it's like you know without thinking my grandma's at the bank ready to wire money to some fucking random dude right and so it was just uh luckily the manager of that grocery store was aware of what was going on and kind of helped her out there but it's crazy it's very very sad that people will stoop to that level there yeah makes me Um, feel like a piece of shit what it makes me feel like a piece of shit when I was a uh, well when I was yeah, freshman maybe in high school or maybe eighth grade back then uh, you had landlines and you'd prank people right so me and my friend are sitting there one day and I just decided to type in my last uh, four digits of the, my phone number backwards and I got this little old lady and for a year. She thought I was her grandson calling every 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 time. 
And I was like, yeah, I'll be over to do this and help you with that. Oh, my God. That's (laughs) that's so fucked up. It is fucked up. And finally, after it was about a a year into it, she finally asked a question. She's like, you just left here. Why why are you coming back? And and this isn't this isn't my grandson. I forget who she what the name of the grandson was. But I played I played along with this for a fucking year. And looking back on it. I, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. It was funny as hell, but I'm a piece of shit for doing it. It sounds like she had a good grandson, though, that was yeah. at least over there. Right. And she thought it was you, but she at least did have a grandson who was yeah. coming over maybe at a different time. Right. That would have sucked if there was just never anyone who showed up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. And <laughs> I, like, I would tell her, I'd be like, yeah, I'll be there in about an hour or something. And, you know, and then never, t- and then wait. Maybe next next weekend, call again or whatever. Yeah. They probably thought she had Alzheimer's or something. Every time he'd come over, she's like, I just talked to you on the phone. Yeah. They're yeah. like, Grandma, you're going crazy. She's like, no, I swear. Damn. The amount- yeah, that's rough. Dude. Yeah. We all do bad shit when we're kids, though. Yeah. I used to do some pretty fucked up stuff. We used to go on Saturday nights, me and my nerd friends. We'd just go egg random people's houses. Like, just oh. random. Yeah. Like, it's fucked up. Yeah, we did but- that. We targeted this one house around uh, Halloween one year eggs tomatoes what have you and we thought we were we were getting away with it i mean we'd hide in the alley and fucking just do it next thing you know maybe they figured out our which we thought was random but they figured out our pattern and uh next thing you know they're they're waiting for us the the homeowners and what have you and we all got busted and we all had to chip in to pay for the uh the power washing of the the house or we were or they were going to call the cops so that's what we, we did we all chipped wow. in <laughs> yeah dude i would punishment. love to I would love to catch some fucking kids trying to egg my house and like literally just wait behind a corner and like hit them in the head with a fucking shovel or something like just yeah. one time, just Dung. one of them, just a fucking, I mean, they'll never do it again. You know what I mean? Like oh. that, that's, uh, that's what you got to do. But yeah, man, we used to do baloney on the car, which is fucked up. It like eats the paint of the car oh, in like wow. a perfect circle. Awful kids. So gross baloney. Yuck. Those I know. Like, I, the worst lunch meat ever. Oh, it's some of my favorite. I mean, if you fry a nice thick piece, Jen, you don't like that? Oh, no. I like cold bologna. I like bologna sandwiches, but just out in the open on a car, that's like the worst one. True, true. It's gross. I agree. Maybe olive loaf might be worse. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right on that. Little olive loaf. Um, Okay, let me. I got a couple more here. We'll be right back after this quick ad break. So get the skip button ready. But if it doesn't play, well, lucky you. This guy always makes interesting stuff, this character here. You know, a lot of people like to debate whether the Earth is flat or round these days. And, you know, there's a lot of interesting experiments you can do yourself to try to figure it out or things that just don't quite line up or whatever. But the reality is you're never really going to know until you just get up there and look yourself. And most people won't do that. So really, we just got to rely on the trust of the people that have told us, which leads us to another question. Do we trust what the people in control are telling us about outer space. Is outer space even real? Before you jump off, we do gotta question the fact that the original footage of the landing of the moon was lost. We lost the single most greatest achievement, the most important footage to humankind, and we lost it. And not only did we lose it, but we lost the calculations of how we got there in the first place, and we can't get there today. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we uh, 
destroyed that technology, and it's a painful process to build it back again. It was all recorded on these telemetry tapes. So where is this hard evidence? I haven't uh, seen anything that indicates the telemetry data is even in existence, and as I said, even if we had it, we don't have the machines to play it back. But your, you, your own research has shown the telemetry data is missing. That's, that's right. Could this be true? Mankind's first interplanetary exploration and the original science data is missing? If it's anywhere, it should be here at NASA's Goddard Space Center in Maryland, home to the National Space Science Data Archives. This film you're making now, what is it? Uh, does it have a name? I mean, do you have you have a name for it yet, I or think you? you call it Did We Go? Did We Go? Okay, okay. Doesn't have it either. The Smithsonian right. doesn't have it. Right. Johnson doesn't right. have it. Right, right. We we have been unable to 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 track it down. I mean, we don't know uh, where this this telemetry data ended up, and we don't know the what what path it may have taken. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm afraid I can't really give you much of a clue as to as to where this data ended up and whether it, it still exists or NASA not. NASA admitted that it had lost, lost the original footage of man's first steps on the moon. That technology the NASA scientist is talking about is less technology that's in your smartphone right now. In fact, it's less technology that's in a modern calculator that took us to the moon. And even though we don't have the original data for how we got to the moon, at least we do still have some of the footage. The original footage was missing, but we do have copies of the original footage, and it was preserved by a man, a man named Jonathan Knoll. The same Jonathan Knoll who invented Photoshop. Huh. Yeah, huh. the special effects artist Jonathan Knoll, who also works for a company called Industrial Light and Magic, working in the industry of video special effects owned by George Lucas, who was a Freemason. And when you look at the original Photoshop logos, you start to recognize the eye, the one eye symbolism. You start to realize, maybe this Jonathan Knoll guy was I remember all those. All along. In fact, maybe he might have been a generational individual that was a part of this agenda for a very long time. See, he invented Photoshop but there was also a very famous Knoll scientist at NASA who discovered a lot of things as well. Do you think it's possible he could be related? And there was also a Knoll family that was brought over from Project Paperclip. When the Nazi German scientists were brought over that helped develop NASA, yes, NASA. And it's ironic that NASA is the word which means to deceive in Hebrew. Speaking of German scientists that were brought over in Operation Paperclip, there's another one, Warner von Braun, a Nazi German scientist who helped develop the Saturn V rocket, one of the first rockets that took people to the moon and Apollo 11. He was also really good friends and worked very closely with Walt Disney. Why are these people that work in space associated with special effects? Now it makes a little bit more sense why Jonathan Knoll of Industrial Light Magic is listed on NASA's website. NASA selects contractor for the first Prometheus mission to Jupiter. Oh, representative for Industrial Light and Magic. Oh, who's that? Yeah, John Knoll. NASA announces Kepler discovery. Oh, again, John Knoll being involved. Why would a person involved in light and magic and in 
deceiving people with special effects have anything to do with NASA? I mean, you gotta wonder. Industrial Light and Magic is owned by George Lucas. Is George Lucas part of an agenda? <laughs> I mean, they're just showing this. He doesn't make the movie Star Wars. Clearly, it's not agenda based, is it? But wait a second. When you start to study a little bit of occult history and mystery knowledge, you come across the story of Isis, Osiris, and Seth. You see, Isis had two brothers, Seth and Osiris, and both of her brothers were in love with her. But Isis only loved Osiris. So Seth was jealous. And Seth wanted to kill his brother Osiris. So Isis created the Jedi, or the Jedi, which was a pillar of light to stay lit that would follow Osiris around. So that way, in all situations, he was cool. protected from Seth, or the Sith. Hmm. Sound familiar? This is an occult story, but they've been blessed. So we get the idea there. I, I don't want to listen like a whole fucking podcast on this, but yeah, it's pretty interesting, right? I mean, like all the connections there. Yeah, that was just starting to get really good. I fuck. I know. Yeah, I just didn't want to listen to the whole. I don't know how long it was going. Like you know, I go into these blind, but um, yeah, man, it's an interesting story. I, I can send that uh, send that to you. But that dude always has some really good information out there. Where do you stand on this whole thing, Jen? Like on the moon? landing and all so that shit. Will you send me that? Because we're, we've been talking sure. to one of our friends. Um, <clears throat> Joe had showed me a video when I first moved here in like 2015. He was like, do you know that we maybe didn't land on the moon? And I was like, what? I don't, I never even thought about it. And he showed me some documentary. I don't even remember what it's called, but it was so compelling. And it didn't necessarily make me say we definitely didn't at the time. Right now, I definitely don't think we did. But just that one video at least made me go, hmm, weird. But they lost all the footage, everything you could. There's like little the the cross marks or whatever that were on the camera mm -hmm. in the video right. footage were in the wrong places. It was clearly set up. It was definitely a video. I mean, we didn't really go. And then um, the technology was bullshit. We went in a tin can to the moon and we can't go back now. Yeah, right. So we're, we've been showing our friend, though, these documentaries. I think that one would be super helpful for him because he was he was real angry about listening to it and watching any video on it <laughs> he thought we were crazy people he's like of course we went to the moon and then um he he did watch a documentary and he was like well and he started texting joe and asking questions and then asking for more stuff so i want to send him that so that was a really good one did you ask him how we called the moon from a landline yeah <laughs> i mean yeah we've talked about everything you're like have you seen the who was holding the camera right when when it when it took off and came back like how did we see that I mean, so I tagged you in that, Jen. I tagged you. Uh, it's I don't like fruit, right? Yeah, I did that. And I did a uh, legit bet as well. So, yeah, you, you should have. Well, that thank now. you. It's very interesting, though. Like the guy, you know, the, the Photoshop stuff, I think, is enough right there uh -huh. just to let you know, because you can fucking do anything that you can think of in your head. You can do it in Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Illustrator. 100%. So, yeah. yeah. And wild stuff. Oh, that, that, I was just going to say that whole Star Wars. I never, I never even put those connections together about Seth and and Seth, like the Sith, the Jedi. And, yeah, and the yeah. Jedi. I'm like, what the fuck? But yeah, man, maybe I need to <laughs> do some uh, deep diving into some ancient Egyptian religion again. Hell yeah, yeah, man. Uh, the Egyptian stuff is really fun to uh, to look into, and a lot of the shit that we you know base a lot of this big stuff off of 
is uh is based off like those old like ancient mystery schools as we call them right mm-hmm. um so let me show one funny one real quick and then we can okay. go over to you ghost uh, jen you didn't happen to bring anything did you i sent ghost a couple things there's okay. a video of a sperm whale exploding that's pretty funny very legit that nice. okay well yes I, I we gotta see that then but yeah i want to show this funny i mean this is great uh so so good right here <laughs> this is just it made my day when i saw it <laughs> I bet oh my it God! Did. We've been waiting for you. Yeah. You guys want to go on break? Yeah. You guys haven't taken a break out. yet, right? Really? Yeah, yeah you guys can go out. on break. Are you sure? Take, take 30 for lunch. All right, yeah. Let's bring in the afternoon squad. Let's get a premium <laughs> lost, boys. Let's go. Let's move. Let's move. Let's move. Boys, little cock rub on the license plate, maybe? <laughs> yeah, that shit's hot as fuck. <laughs> my keys? Yeah. Can I get my keys? Okay. All right, no. boys, let's do the rinse. No. I think the keys are in the whip, no? Oh. Yo, wait, we didn't even dry it yet. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Easy work for us, boys. Little one each. Roll these up. Let's rip some fucking Hollywoods later, boys. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. Like don't, I don't want you to finish my car. Yeah, dude. Leave the soap on there and all that <laughs> shit, and he just backs up all quick, man. So for people just listening, you know, there's like these hot girls that are about to wash this dude's car and then right when before they start the dude he's actually from the full send podcast it's kind of good if you're into like just dumb entertainment it's hilarious stuff they're really big with like the ufc and dana white and all that shit but um then they switch these like beautiful women out for like these fat fucking dudes i mean massive one of the guys from jackass is on there um but yeah man that's I, I actually like would like to see that in person i would let the fat dudes finish my car i'd just be laughing i don't know why the guy got so pissed well he he, yeah, he looked very egotistical dr- egotistically driven i guess man no yeah he had a reason him. for stopping there though i yeah. mean he got there and he was like yeah i want these hot girls to wash my car I he see was really excited and then shirtless sumo wrestlers yeah. come out <laughs> and do it instead and the one big fat dude's hump in the back of the car i know like, watching oh, a dude oh. hump my car i would just laugh like <laughs> yeah. as long as they don't bang it up right. go ahead. oh um, shit that reminds me see. of a, a video i saw uh i think it was yesterday and i should have clipped it but i didn't uh, this guy's filming he's in a convenience store right and eh, might not be a good part of the neighborhood but there's this uh black gentleman in front of him and he, he's sagging his pants and what have you and he turns and looks at him, he's like why are you filming me and he turns back around and he's like dude was it a fart or a shit and his pants are hanging that low that you know his underwear is showing dude fucking big ass shit stain and uh, he reaches back and he he's, uh, he touches it he's like what and like cut and then the video stopped. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, uh, man. I don't know. I, to think that I used to sag my pants in middle school is embarrassing. Yeah. yeah At least you didn't shit in them, though, too, right? Yeah, I mean, just the sag pants. I have shit my pants before as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't everyone? Well, we've talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I shit my pants like two years ago. I was talking to deplorable Janet about where I just came home. I was like home on break from work and I like walked in the bedroom and I like just had to fart a little bit and I was like, no big deal. And I was like, oh, hold on. I think I just shit my pants a little bit. Just a little. Yeah. It was tiny shit. Enough but I did. Gamble and lost. Huh? Yeah. I did oh, shit my pants like two years ago. So, hey, that's some warm right juice. Yeah, <laughs> <That was, laughs> Yeah, I, awesome. I've done it. You know, you, you cough too hard and, you know, you might have had 
too many beers or something in the, the day before and you wake up, you call, you go, oh, shit. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm getting old now. If I yeah. sneeze, sometimes I pee a little bit. Yes. I'm like, damn, I only did that when I was pregnant with my daughter, which is super normal to do it then. Right. But I'm just like, I must drink too much and my bladder's weakening and I'm in my 40s. So, you know. I sneeze and I pee sometimes. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I have not done that. And uh, with the shitting, I, I, I haven't shit my pants in a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, I don't think. I, I'm trying to remember. But, yeah, it's a it's a real thing. I think everybody has shits their pants as adults every once in a while. I actually had a friend that had to call off of work because he was driving into work and he shit his pants on the way. And then oh, he just man. called out. He's like, yeah, fuck it. That, that's my He's son. like, my day is ruined. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no coming back from that in the day. So you just you go back home, go to sleep. Yep. Tomorrow's a new it's day. It's humbling. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Started Very right. humbling. That's a way to say it. <laughs> so what do you got, Ghost? Uh, let's see here. What do, what does Ghost have? Um, let's share those ones that, uh, that Jen shot you just in case uh, she's got to go. I know we're coming up on an hour shortly. It's okay. I don't. I'm not like you know oh, okay bound to i was just, just trying to be respectful of your time yeah it's all good okay yeah the whale video is pretty good uh you just skip to 40 seconds in and then i just brought a couple that were two uh two people who got arrested for the january 6th riot quote unquote mm. and got very different sentencing based on what they told the judge and whose feelings were hurt more which i found wow. hilarious wow unreal that legal system huh yeah it's fair and balanced right Totally. I guess. All right, here we go. <laughs> go to 40 seconds in. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah. 30. He's just cutting it. <laughs> like he's backing up like he, he, he suspects something. That's a big fucking creature. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That is nuts. It shows where it went. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, I, I <laughs> so I have a child. I can't not laugh at that. I'm like crying. <laughs> What, what would have been even well, so better I, is if so he was like has, directly oh, in, in the line of, of spray and he just got shot way back and bounced off something. <laughs> so oh it's super God. common. The reason I even found that video is because um, there was a whale that washed up on the shores of Ireland recently and a bunch of people went to go like scientists, biologists, whatever, were going and investigating it. And they ended up leaving because they heard gurgling sounds coming from it and they were afraid that it would explode. So my, I had to do some research on this. I'm like, is this a thing that happens all the time? So I looked it up and I saw that video. <laughs> yeah, there is things when, uh, like, uh, I've seen that happen with, like, elk. If you shoot an elk, and then if you're, if it takes a little while to, like, get to where you can gut it, like, usually you have to drag it to, like, a strong tree, lynch it up, essentially, and then start cutting into it. And I remember as I was younger, um, my cousin was cutting into it with a knife, and he hit, like, the stomach. Cause that's where that comes from. It's like gastrointestinal yep. shit. Yeah. And it just sprayed fart and shit all <sighs> over his face. It was really weird. Oh, but was it yeah. hot or something? I mean, I just, I didn't nope. realize it was under that much pressure all the time. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why like a lot of times people shit, shit themselves when they die. Right. Cause like that stuff's always kind of in there. 
and oh, then yeah, yeah. um like your bowels just release when uh, that's funny though <laughs> it is definitely <laughs> with a giant whale like that it's gonna be like a, like the guy probably, just runs away he's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that'd be like a great like you know in movies when like the guy is walking and the and then the, there's an explosion in the background. It's like that, but with a whale's stomach, so that's great. Yeah, I would like to see someone just casually walking back or in between, right as it happened, and just go off yeah. screen, get knocked <laughs> off their feet. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so apparently, I didn't wash my hands well enough after touching those peppers, and when I touch my nose, my face is burning now. So, oh, nice. It's, it's there. Scorpion peppers are fucking hot, dude. I don't know. Do you guys fuck with like spicy food, Jen? You guys, you and Joe? Joe does. Joe and his brother. Um, we did the one chip challenge a couple of years ago. I think we posted it on the Instagram. Did you? It was dumb as fuck. It was the worst. I had a piece that was like the size of my thumb and Joe ate the rest of the chip and Ben ate a whole chip and they were in pain for hours. I was in pain for like a few minutes and it sucked. It was awful. And I can't believe that would be a thing that people eat. I just don't, I don't know. Do you like the taste of it? Is there a taste? Yeah, I love, I love spicy stuff, but like, obviously when you touch your nose or like the other day I scratched my nuts and that was just the worst, absolute yeah. worst. Um, pooping yeah, after dude, eating even- spicy things is really bad. That's like what they talk about all the time, Joe and Ben are like the next day shit is really painful to your butthole no. because no. of all the spice. Not for me. I mean, everyone's different, obviously. So, I mean, obviously, that's how it is for them. But no, you know, like there's something to it where, um, you know, it's funny. They actually explain it in Black Mirror really, really well, like why people get like addicted to like pain and like they fetishize pain and stuff like that. Because once you can like once you eat something spicy. Like you almost like after you're done with it, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Ghost, like what what is it for you? Because I know you like spicy food, but there's something to it where like the sweating uh-huh. and then the pain and like the the burn of it and then once it's done you're like fuck i want some more i don't know what it is but there's something Do you think to it, it. it's just getting through it because during that time you're struggling and it's stressful and then you make it through and you're fine and you feel better and you're like i did that so yeah, there's gotta you, be it gives some you this like adrenaline rush to that yeah, yeah. right yeah, yeah there has good, to be right? and i i really i mean i love eating hot stuff just because you know hot peppers and and you know the capsaicin and, and why help fight off cancer and and what have you, and you start exploring with different different flavor palettes of of pepper. Like, I don't want something that's just solely heat. Like like you were saying, does it have flavor? It has to have some flavor. Every every pepper has a, its own unique flavor to it. But that I think that's what people like. But like you said, that that sweating. You know how how long you're. you're lips are like on fire or numb after afterwards of, of eating it and you're just like oh fuck and then then it wears off like you said and you're like oh i want some more and you go back in so that's like why you, you get like suicide flavored hot wings you know you're just sitting there fucking eating them and you're sweating and your your nose is running what having you're just plowing through them because you know you, you just want more i, I don't know <laughs> I, I love them i, I, woke I up love that yeah. show hot ones dude what oh. a great idea they could they could like the original guests were i think a lot better but yeah man i love like if there's somebody that i like and they have a hot ones interview they're always fun to watch oh it's hell such yeah a great idea that's where that's where i got uh the god slayer hot sauce from it was featured on hot ones Really? Yep. Interesting. Nine, yeah, that shit is what? How many Scovels? Nine Two million? million. Nine million. Nine million? What the fuck? Yeah. That's and like great. a jalapeno is what? Like a thousand? Uh, maybe. 
Oh, man. Because I don't know if you've ever just eaten like a raw jalapeno. They're mm-hmm. fucking hot. They are. So I cannot imagine nine million Scovels. Yeah. That's too much. Just uh, when I put it in like my hot wing sauce, it's usually maybe like a, a like I'll take two toothpicks and reach in the, in the bottle and, and just kind of like whatever's on the toothpick and then mix it around. Because, well, I was talking with you the one night and I, I, I went and got it. And I accidentally, well, I didn't, I touched the top of the cap and I was like, oh, well, let me taste it. I forgot what it tastes mm. like. Oh, fuck. I was on fire for hours. I was just like, why, why did I do that? Why did I do that? But That's crazy. Yeah, I never got to do the one chip challenge. Did you do it? Obviously, I I mean, it was viral, a viral thing. I never did. Huh. This Where'd you find it, John? Not worth it. It was gross. <clears throat> so the chip has no flavor. All oh. it is, is as soon as the chip enters your mouth, your body immediately goes into shock and is like, I need this out of me right now. But instead you swallow the chip and it slowly eats away your your face, your lips, your throat, your stomach. You can feel it move through your intestines. I could at least. Wow. And so could Joe. And Joe eats spicy stuff all the time. It was awful. And Ooh, uh, I think huh. Mike and Cretchit and Joe from OBDM did the one chip challenge on the show also. Isn't it? Uh, I think they did it live. Pa- packy Jesus. chip. P-A-Q-I or something like that? I think so, yeah. Fucking bird just flew into my window right now. It scared the shit out of me. Does that ever happen, dude? In the middle of this, a fucking bird just hit this window hard as fuck. I heard something go dung and you jump, but... That was a bird. Yeah. scared the fuck out of me. Is Um, it okay? I'll check right now. Do you want to get to the next one, Joe? Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Go go for it. I can do that. (laughs) Go ahead. Ah, shit. Um... Where do I want to start? Uh, we'll see what um, we got uh, sent to me here. Where is Victoria? So. We're good. Yeah. Um, no dead bird outside. No, no dead bird. Wow. It survived. How the fuck it didn't die, dude? It was it hit hard. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Let me share my screen. But yeah, speaking of hot stuff, I'll wrap this up while you're looking for that. I'm growing, uh, I got some arbol seeds. You guys have to try to make salsa with arbol chilies instead of tomatoes. That's how Chipotle makes their hot sauce. And it just gives it a good flavor. Like, it's not necessarily too hot. Um, but I, I used a bunch and it, it was, it did get pretty hot. But yeah, man, I'm going to grow some of those. I'm growing scorpion and ghost and reapers too. Nice. So we're going to see nice. how it goes. We're growing Fresno chilies right now. Ooh. I don't know if you've had those. And then um, just some hot chili peppers. They were really vague on the description, but they <laughs> grew out of the top of the plant. Just like oh, cool. little dicks, just all growing out of the top. Upside um, down? Yeah. That's awesome. That's how okra grows, too. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys like okra. I fucking love okra. Yeah. It grows really well in the heat, too. Oh, I've never had okra before. Oh, but we're oh, growing man. like squashes and uh, pumpkins, cucumbers, sage and basil and we finally grew tomatoes this year. Nice. So we, yeah, I Joe we sent. Uh, I'm sorry, Jen. Uh, Joe sent uh, Ron and I a picture of some massive fucking squash that you guys grow. That was like a huge. Oh yeah, I, oh. I seen that post on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Oh, did they? Nice. Yeah, yeah dude. That's that's impressive. <laughs> that would be a uh, a winner for the uh, the porn industry. 
Well, dude, like I told you, <laughs> like I was telling you too, there, there, I'm going to see if I can pull it up. There's a really cool thing where like you can put us like a mold around a, a vegetable or a fruit and it grows into that shape. And this dude was growing skull apples. Yeah, it's fucking dope. Oh, that's I'm gonna see so if I can cool. Find so yeah. I found there was a guy in Japan that was growing watermelons. At, they, he was growing them square. So he put a square cool. mold around watermelon and then cut it and it turned into way easier to cut watermelon cubes. Because it's much easier than just slicing around watermelon. We have watermelons too, but they're already growing like squares. It's super weird. They are growing on a vine, so I vined them all up, and they're growing hanging down, and they are growing in between this like little lattice, and they won't let me pull them out. So they're they're actually growing like little squares right now. Oh, nice. Oh, oh yeah. What do you got there, Ghost? Uh, gonna, gonna go into this blind. Uh, this is sent to me from P. That's all he goes by on Instagram, but he sends a lot of stuff, so we'll see what this is. Did you know that in the 1960s, they told everyone that oil was going to be gone in 10 years? In the 70s, another ice age was coming in 10 years. 80s, acid rain was going to destroy all of our crops in 10 years. In the 90s, the ozone layer was going to be destroyed in 10 years. And in 2000, they told us that ice caps were going to be gone in 10 years. So I don't know if it's just me, but I'm kind of sensing a theme here. It's just kind of coincidental that none of that actually happened. But we were taxed for all of it. Did you know that in the 1960s? Hmm. Her voice is annoying as fuck, but she's got a good point. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's still taxes here in Pennsylvania. I forget where it happened. But there was uh, like a severe flood. So to help with the the damage or whatever, this was like probably back in the '60s or whatever. They they incorporated incorporated this this tax for the for the state. Well, they fixed it, and we're still paying the tax on it to mm. this day. It, it's it's stupid as shit. I hate it. Yeah, man, once a new tax comes into place for solving some problem, it usually never goes away, right? Like, yeah. if it's not a, a tax, it's a, you know, some committee of some government or some shit like that, where, like, the TSA, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like, you know, that's kind of like the hacky one to bring up at this point, but it is, uh, I mean, you know, it was brought about for a purpose, and they're just staying around now, and it's fucking wild, the shit that they do. Oh, totally. Um. I don't know. I'm going to do this one because we kind of, this one just kind of baffled me. Okay. There's this object orbiting Earth that is estimated to be there for 13,000 years. And how we get this number is the NSA analyzed a signal from it. A couple of astrophysicists analyzed the signal. And some ham radio operators back in the 50s also got the same signal. All independent came up with the same translation decoding of the signal that it was saying it was from the Epsilon Boetis constellation. Now, I heard about this about 10 years ago, and I got really, really interested in the story. And I realized it was even deeper than that. There's this object orbiting Earth. Hmm. That's weird. I've I want to know what the frequency that. is. I've never heard that either. Uh, yeah, I never did either. Um, I never. How even long was it for Ghost? Sorry to interrupt you. How long has that been orbiting? I'm going to look it up right now. Thirteen thousand. Uh, I think that's what he said. Yeah. So. Okay. He said that ham radio people were analyzing it in the 50s, though. Yeah. Okay. So it's got to be along around for a while. Yeah, thirteen thousand years. They said, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, object orbiting Earth 13,000. Do, do you still fuck with ham radio or did you ever get into that, Jen? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Is I, it fun? I think it's super fun. Joe makes fun of me all the time because I have this whole little 
notepad on my phone about all of the satellite frequencies I find and which ones they are and when they when they come around and if they're um, whether there's a repeater on it, which means you can bounce a signal up and hear someone, or if it's (laughs) telemetry where it's doing like a Morse code or whatever, and. Joe just like shakes his head at me <laughs> while I'm doing it. Cause I look like a 50 year old veteran. I'm like, Oh look, I found this satellite. It's BY 72. And he's like, yeah, cool. Whatever, dude, go do your nerd shit. Yeah. I would make fun of someone doing that too, but Hey, if you enjoy it, that's good. You know what I mean? I, I, everyone needs a fucking thing, man. Yeah. Everyone needs I, I think it's neat. Did, did you have to take the test and pass all that to, to do it? I sure did. Oh, yeah. Man. I had to go in into a room. I thought it would be more like, um, any, I mean, any, I thought I'd sit at a computer and be by myself in a cube, you know, no one's around. New. No. It's a tiny little room with all good old boys, like all old men, like every single human in there was an old man. And uh, I walk in and they were like, are you in the right place? And I was like, hello, I'm here for my hand radio license test. <laughs> and then they have, um, I forget what they're called, like moderators or something like that. People who are watching over who have a license one step above yours because there's three levels. So they have people in there who are kind of helping proctor the test. And it's just on, it was like 20 questions on a, an iPad. Super easy. And then you get to go. And all it does is allow you to say, like it gives you a call sign and it allows you to register for like Echo Link and it allows you to speak over the airwaves. You're not really allowed to technically right. if you don't have a license, but you can listen anytime you want. And that's really what I want to do anyway. So I really didn't need the license. So, so what's your thought on, on satellites? Do you, I, I'm more leaning since that whole spy balloon thing that they're all just satellites. They could be, I don't know what they are, but I know they exist and they have repeaters on them. Some of them do and frequencies that you can track. Mm-hmm. And that, that is my question to every flat earther that's come on the show is satellites are real. Like they are there. I'm not saying they're not attached to a balloon. Right. I have no idea. I'm not saying they're in deep space or whatever, it, but they're there. And the ISS has a repeater on it. I don't know if the ISS is real or if it's manned or if it's on a balloon either. No clue. Right. But there is a repeater on it and you can track it on an app easily. And when it comes around, you can hear people talking, throwing out their call signs and you can see its path. And when it goes away and comes towards you, you can hear people clearer and less clear. So it, there's something to it. I know they're there. They're in the mm. sky somewhere. But I don't know what they are or what they're made of. I have no idea. Did you ever? Interesting. Do you ever pick up like, uh, do you ever have like a weird situation where you you stumbled across like a a frequency or someone talking or chatter and it just was just maybe creepy or, you know, kind of like what you see in the movies, you know, like you said, you know, veterans sitting there in in a dark room or whatever and they're (laughs) listening and they're like, oh my God, this is it. And the number stations, have you ever seen any number stations? I've never heard. I've seen what those are. I scan yeah, all the time. But so the the radio that I have is it's I forget what it's called, but it's bound to only UHF and VHF. Like I can't go outside okay. of what came with the radio. Okay. So I have to buy a new one so I can get to lower frequencies because that's where all the weird shit happens oh, in the boy. ionosphere. I know. Very nerdy talk here. Sorry. It's going to get into a, a fucking money pit for you. You're like, I need a new fucking radio. And Joe's going to be all pissed off. No, no, they're not that expensive. I mean, you can get one for a couple hundred dollars. I just need to care enough to go do that. They're only like $4,000. It's not that much. No, I, I mean, like I said, if you enjoy it, I think that's fucking awesome. It's, it is, uh, it's definitely nerdy though. And you can acknowledge that. I think it's, uh, I think it's a great thing to do though. Now I found some information on that thing. All right. It's called the Black Knight. 
they call it. Okay. Um, I'll read just a little bit here. It says space debris or a 13,000 year old satellite is, is basically like it's either this or that. Um, a mysterious object dubbed the Black Knight orbits the Earth, puzzling scientists of the past and present. Some, like inventor scientist Nikola Tesla, claim to have received radio signals from the uh, orbiting figure. Astronaut Gordon Cooper was adamant that in 1963 he saw it from his own spacecraft. Uh, the documented history of the existence of the Black Knight continues to mystify scientists. And there was something at the very end here where it talks about when people were photographing the blue moon on July 31st, 2015, two separate photographers captured what they believe is the Black Knight. The object was once again passing by the ISS and the Black Knight. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Is the Black Knight an ancient vessel? Question mark. Uh, could it be a satellite from somewhere in deep space? Uh, so it's interesting. It sounds like no one really knows what it is, but uh, people are either saying like this is some space junk or some kind of like ancient satellite. And if it was an ancient satellite, dude, this would be proof that history is cyclical, that there's been booms and busts mm-hmm. in like human history. Yeah, 100%. There was a reset at some point or several. Maybe this was, you know, like five resets ago. Yeah, right. I just uh, wrapped up with uh, Garrett King for part five of the 1111 matrix code. And we kind of brought that up, you know, different resets and, and what have you. And and when they do reset, it doesn't necessarily always mean it just wipe. It doesn't wipe everything out. It just, I don't know, like you, you get to a a certain point and technology gets so advanced, but are we getting reset because we're abusing it and, you know, and and not using it for the right way. I I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird because now you see the push to, go back to electric vehicles, which we started with. And now we're going back to that for, for some reason, even though they never worked in to begin with, they're not reliable. It's not clean energy. Hmm. That's wild, man. Hey, before we get too far removed from it, I'll show you this really cool mold that, uh, you guys should get some of these gens since I, I, I told ghost several times. I want to live somewhere where it's a little more humid so that I could grow shit a little easier. It's very difficult to grow stuff out here, but this is one of these molds uh, for, it looks like a squash of some kind. Fucking dope. So you have to like drill it closed and then it fucking grows into that. That is fucking crazy. That's cool as shit. Isn't that cool? So then he takes yeah, it off. Awesome. I mean, you wouldn't want to eat it almost. You know what I mean? Like, you would want to kind of preserve it. Just let it rot. Look at that. Wow. So dope, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I I would take that and literally, like, dry it. So, you know what I mean? Like, you you could preserve it that way and and have it just sit on your Yeah, spray some sealant on it, something, to keep it from rotting. That's awesome. Yeah, so I just wanted to share that before. Uh, Put it on your we, counter. <laughs> be like, do you hey, plant you stuff s- in the ground, Ryan, or do you plant that? it in pots? When you when you're gr- trying to grow stuff, do you plant it in the ground or do you p- try to plant in pots? I've done both. Now I, I can get stuff to grow, but it's just it, it takes a lot more effort than it should, honestly. So out here, we have no humidity where we live as well. Even though we're way far north, it's the kind of the same thing, like triple digits, no humidity. And it's so hard to grow plants in pots. But we started really early and planted in the ground. And then we did drip lines around okay. the garden. And we turn on the drip line every half hour, every hour for like 15 minutes, half an hour. And it's helped our plants completely survive. 
you guys okay. you can get a little drip line system for like 50 bucks at ace or those yeah. or whatever you guys okay. gotta start try the uh the electric culture I, yeah, that's, that's the main thing. We did that, that too. Did you? We did do, yeah, we put three copper rods that have Orgonite inside of them mm-hmm. are all around the garden. So I don't know if that's really what's causing it or if we just finally got our shit together and didn't plant in pots this year, but it, it is so, helping. I think pots, it is a thing. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I think it, it is a thing. I don't know if you follow that crazy Canuck on um, Instagram. Um, he's been on the tavern a couple times. We just last week's episode wrapped up with him. He's been experimenting with uh, electroculture and making these rods and antennas. And the he he even said like he has two tomato plants. One has the rod in it. One doesn't. They get equal amount of rain, equal amount of sunlight. One was still yellow, and the other one was so vibrant, green, and growing, and uh, uh, like starting wow. to flower and what have you. It's it's nuts. So I believe in it. Yeah. I think it would work. I yeah. don't see why not. You know, just- yeah, I mean, our garden is going insane. Like things that I thought were not going to make it. We planted a dead cucumber, basically. It had no leaves on it. It was just a stem when we planted it. And then it died, basically, I thought. And then it grew up huge. And it's right next to where one of the copper rods is. Mm-hmm. And it's just putting off all of these crazy Japanese cucumbers. And we're growing them in cages, too. So everything has a cage on it. So they're all growing and vining up. And they have all have fruits and stuff hanging off of them. It's nuts. So it totally could be a thing. I'll have to look more into it. Yeah, it seems fucking awesome. Now, my problem with growing out here, too, is that there's like lizards. Obviously, there's lizards everywhere, but lizards will eat every fucking thing once it starts growing, which is wild. I I didn't really think that they ate plants. I thought they were more like bugs and Mm -hmm. shit like that. Dude, I can't grow a damn thing because of that out here. I used to I had a lot of success at my old house that was in like a suburban area. But I'm, you know, I'm on an acre and a quarter and like all the houses around here are similar where it's like, you know, really spaced apart. There's fucking like, you know, all kinds of different things that'll come in each ship. Dude, that, that last rattlesnake I killed, mm-hmm. I left the, I always leave the body around because I want these other bitch ass snakes to know not to come around here. And then I throw the head far away usually, right? But I like to know exactly where the head's at. Some shit will come and eat, something will come and ate the head as well as the fucking body. Like the head has all the venom in it. Mm-hmm. So you'd think that they'd want to stay away from that. But there's things that will eat the head. And then also, you know, the body separately. I think maybe like a king snake or something will eat the head. But yeah, do you have like mongoose or things like that out there? I don't think there's any mongoose. No, because right. I know certain so. certain weasels and stuff will will eat, you know, like snakes and shit. So yeah, yeah, man, I, it, and it never gets old killing those things. It's such an intense fucking thing dude because like i told you last time what happened i was barefoot basically you gotta, yeah you I was gotta tell a nap. Jen. huh you gotta tell it for jen because this is fucking hilarious it's, it's well, like dude, right out of a, movie. a nap i was taking a nap and you know kim came inside freaking out she's like there's a rattlesnake out there and she's told me that there's rattlesnakes and it's like a king snake and i'm not going to kill a king snake king snakes are great so you know i go out there and i'm like fucking freaking out because you know how like when you get woken up from a nap it's extra scary, whatever's going on. Cause you're like, what's going on? So I go out there. I have my glasses on, which don't fit my head properly. Like if I look down, they fall off. Right. So I go out there in flip flops because that's all that I have. So I run out there. I got the shovel. I see this thing. It's trying to get away. I ran up to it. Right. As soon as I swipe at it, my glasses go flying. So I'm barefoot <laughs> and I can't see trying to fight this fucking rattlesnake. Uh, and I felt bad because the first time I hit it, since I couldn't see, I got down like, you know, about it was like a four foot long snake, pretty big one. And I got it like right in the middle. 
So like halfway down. So I, I busted its fucking intestines are coming out in the shed and it tried to get away. But then I caught it that second time and, uh, you know, just blind stabbing at this thing. And it was just it was terrifying. But uh, that's some skill. Sounds yeah, like you that- were very ill prepared for a rattlesnake battle and you still won. Good job. Still came out on top. Luckily. Yeah. And uh, I got the rattle somewhere in here. I it, it, the, the rattle was a good good size little rattle. So. Yeah. Those are scary though, man. They're, I, I, they're I can, fucking mean looking. Yeah, we I, have them up here too. We saw one. Yeah. We were all hiking. I think we've told the story a long time ago, but I moved out here and I was like, let's go hiking in the mountains in California. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I didn't know any better. <laughs> I'm from the East Coast. And Joe was like, sure, sounds good. So we all had Dutch bros. So we had coffees and like slushies and stuff, just hiking in flip-flops, same kind of thing, wearing tank tops, no big deal. <laughs> and there's fucking mountain lions and rattlesnakes everywhere in this area. I had no idea. And uh, Joe's kid ran around a corner and we couldn't see him. And Joe started screaming. And I've never seen Joe act like this, but he looked like a different person. He went, and then we heard this crazy sound of all of these rattles. It's like this weird buzzing sound. It doesn't sound like what you think a rattle. It's like this that like vibrates through the woods. And there was a rattlesnake just curled up in the middle of the path. And his kid was like a foot away from it. So he backed away and then the rattlesnake just went on its merry way into the woods and we ran the fuck out of there and never went hiking again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I kill every, every single one I fucking see I kill. And and it's wild when you cut their head off of their body and you touch their head, their body will move accordingly and vice versa. You can touch their body. You can separate their head and their body like quite a bit and the head will pick up what you're touching on the fucking body. Like they're not normal animals. They're at all. They're, there's some weird weird thing man it's a fucking trip every time you wait when you move the head the body will move the same way yeah so i have a video i can i'll send it to joe and he can show you but like i was touching i think i was touching the body of the snake and the head was clearly separated and when you touch the body of the snake the the head goes like that like the mouth was opening every time i would touch it no way send me that please that's wild i'll send it to joe right now it's fucking insane I remember when uh, I was working in juvenile corrections uh, in a boot camp facility, and we'd take the the cadets out, you know, the whole platoon or whatever, and we'd, at the time, we were, like, making uh, brush piles and what have you in the woods, and we're marching back this path, and we're getting ready to head back to the barracks, and all of a sudden, you could just see the whole formation just stop, and they're all, like, piling up on each other, and I had a shovel, and one of them broke rank and was like snake and i walk up and there's a copperhead sitting there and i without even hesitation i just boom kind of what ryan did just chopped it its head off and what have you my buddy's like why'd you do that i'm like dude it's a fucking poisonous snake i don't like poisonous snakes if it wasn't poisonous i would have let it go but you know and and at the same time i gotta worry about 32 other fucking kids you know i mean i'm not letting them get bit by a fucking snake now you did the right thing yeah (laughs) yeah dude there's no i mean yeah when people start saying like why would you do that no Um, because it because it might kill you joe and ben have been killing snakes or rattlesnakes since they were little kids they used to pile wood with their dad they'd cut wood and then pile it up or they'd take wood off the wood pile and there'd be a rattlesnake in there and they just grab a shovel and cut its head off at like 10 years old yeah it was just no just normal normal thing to do we actually have a rattle rattlesnake hunting season out here Really? Yeah. Guys will go up in the mountain. There's certain areas where they're more prevalent, but, uh, and they, there's, there's limits and rules to it. They have to be so big or whatever. And 
what have you. But uh, one of our contractors that we we deal with, I mean, he's all balls deep in it. I mean, he got the the chaps, the stick, you know, the the not stick, but the metal thing that you know you round them up with, and he loves oh, it. A little and, snake catcher. Yeah, and he's he's gotten some pretty big ones, and yeah, and then uh, there's a, a place up above Williamsport, Pennsylvania, where the which is the home of the Little League World Series. Um, they have a rattlesnake roundup where they everybody just, <laughs> just catches as many rattlesnakes as they can, and I don't. I, I think they end up like skinning them and cooking them and doing all that shit. But are they the good for the ecosystem in any way? Like, is there something wrong with killing a rattlesnake? I mean, I just feel like there that should be in every area. Yeah. Everyone should kill every single rattlesnake. I don't know so what they do funny? for our economy or the ecosystem, but. They say, Jen, that like the reason that you shouldn't kill them is because it helps with anti-venom, but it's fucking anti-venom for the goddamn rattlesnake bites. So it's like if they weren't there, we wouldn't need the anti-venom. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, it's definitely um, I'm actually emailing this to myself right now, and I'll see if we can play it on here. The, just their heads alone, man. They look like fucking mean, mean creatures, dude. Mm-hmm. Like the, that spade face there, that spade shaped rather face. Um, it's scary stuff, but. We'll see if we can get this here. Yeah, not not a fan. Not a fan. Did you have anything else uh, to play? Oh, uh, let me see. I think Jen said a, sent a couple things here. I just sent two kind of related articles. They're not funny or anything, so you can like pull up whatever if you have funny stuff. Okay. Uh, let's go back to this. I want to. I'm going to play th- this clip quick, but I got to share my screen. So, give me a second. Sounds like a threat. Yeah. Or a promise. One of the two, right? Thought the clip of Mike Pence saying the United States is not his concern as he's running for president was bad. Wait until you get a load of this. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Is this real life? Like, who is this lady? Like, seriously? Like, am I the only one? Did she mean to say pollution, though? It sounds like she meant to say pollution because she's an idiot. Well, she said population instead. I mean, that's just devil's advocate. She may have meant reducing population, but she's talking about clean energy and electric vehicles, and that's pollution typically. But she's a tard and said population instead, which is probably something she talks about a lot behind closed doors. So it slipped out. Yeah, yeah. And did you catch her accent though? I don't. I don't know where she was speaking, but she was using a different accent. No. Yeah. I mean, here. Let me. I'll bring it. Thought the up. clip of Mike Pence saying, "As he's running for president, was bad." Wait until you get a load of this. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Is this real life? Clean water. Like, is she is she Southern all of a sudden? Like, I, she changes I, her voice all the time. Yeah, I can't stand her. Now, to reference the beginning of this clip, I'm going to play this of Mike Pence. This guy is a fucking piece of shit. Make no mistake about this. We promised them 33 Abrams tanks in January. I heard again two weeks ago in Ukraine they still don't have them. We've been telling them we'll train their F-16 pilots, but now they're saying maybe January we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President. Have you? I know you're running for president. 
You are, distra- you. You are distressed notice. that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse. Over- now, I'm going to pause it here real quick. Pay attention to how smug this motherfucker is. For the past three years. Yeah. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. Right. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet, your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. Yeah, Yeah, that's bad, dude. Yeah. He, he's that everyone claps too what the hell i think they were clapping at uh at Tucker. tucker's question right yeah, yeah. oh Hopefully. i hope so i hope so yeah i i hope so too but what a fucking smug motherfucker you know and, yeah, and he's dude. just watching him sit there and he's all like i'm looking at the crowd and i'm just staring at them and then all oh yeah i gotta look at tucker for a second and you're so beneath me even though i'm a fucking pedophile gay motherfucker allegedly well, i don't know Is allegedly and just said allegedly. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, man, I can't get this fucking video to send, but it's all right. I, I'll figure something out. I think but, him uh, and Lindsey Graham bang in the back room. Oh, dude, Lady G? Yeah, good old Lady G. Lady G is... Uh, did he hear about that, Jen, when uh, Lindsey Graham was going around, I guess, fucking dudes? Lindsey Graham, like a, the, the politician, he was like prostituting and like cross-dressing, supposedly. We got to probably throw allegedly in there. No, no, I sure didn't. Oh, you did? It's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fun little story. Look up Lady G if anyone's interested. Lady G, all right. Yeah. Lindsey Graham. Um, yeah. Yeah, do we got anything else, dude? Uh, yeah, I, I have a couple others. I, can... I can't get this video to fucking... It's pissing me off. It won't, won't send to you? Or... No, it won't. It won't. I can't email it to myself. For some reason. Hmm. That's a pretty cool video, though. Maybe I can play it just like holding it up. Do you have an auxiliary cord? No. Well, it's an iPhone, so it doesn't do the right auxiliary thing, right? Yeah. I wonder if other people have done this. Have you tried to look it up to see if someone else has cut off a snake's head and tried to move it or touch the body? I haven't looked it up. Um, See if you can see this. You probably won't be able to hear it. Can you see that? Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah. So you see the mouth going? Like the head is separated. And then right here, I'm touching the head and the body starts moving. Ugh. It's hard. Yeah, so I'm touching the head right there. I mean, it's just they're so freaky, dude. The teeth. Yeah. And then watch it bites the shovel. Look at that. You see that? It's just weird. Yeah. It freaks oh me the fuck God. out. That's the aliens that are among us right now. I mean, the, yeah, reptiles, that's what I'm dude. saying. Those are crazy animals. Definitely. And I know that there was like a lot of, a lot of adrenaline going right before I killed it because it, I mean, it was moving quick um, when it saw me. But yeah, man, those things are, it's always a trip killing them. What else we got? Crazy. Uh, I'm going to play this. Like I said, I, 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 captured these throughout the week so i i don't i saved it for a reason i just forget what it was 
Okay. Joining us now, Congresswoman Kat Kama from the House Weaponization Subcommittee. Congresswoman, it's good to see you again. Okay, your sub subcommittee releases bombshell report based on documents. Why is the FBI working with Ukraine officials in their security service to censor Americans on social media? They're censoring even State Department accounts and journalists. How can a foreign nation get a the FBI to do that? Liz, this is horrific. The FBI is supposed to counter foreign influence, not facilitate it. And this report is Exhibit A as to how they are furthering the mission of agents, and in some cases double agents, of the SBU, the Ukrainian Secret Service, their intelligence arm, and actually taking and violating American civil liberties. As you said, American journalists, their posts have been taken down. State Department posts across all social media channels were targeted by Ukraine, and the FBI did the dirty work of taking it down. But it gets even more egregious. They wanted to set up a 24-7 channel where the Ukrainian government, this SBU, could filter the post to the FBI, and the FBI would back-channel with executives of Twitter and Google and Meta to have these posts taken down. It's disgusting. It's gross. We spent $113 billion in Ukraine, and we'll be damned if they continue to do the bidding of the Ukrainian government. What were they censoring? It was everything from questions about the engagement that is happening there, the, the, the war in Ukraine, everything from um, pro-Russia, anti-Russia. It was all over the map. And that's why we know that these posts weren't vetted, because there wasn't a singular agenda that had been flagged. You would think that the FBI would have done the courtesy of checking the posts that they were telling these social media platforms to take down, but they didn't. Some of them were pro-Ukraine, anti-Ukraine. That's what's so messed up about this entire situation is without question, they violated the civil liberties of Americans all across this country, including uh, journalists, including uh, everyday American citizens. Heck, the State Department had things taken down. That's so, egregious. So the Ukraine security services routinely sent F the FBI and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, social media platforms, massive spreadsheets containing thousands of Americans to censor, thousands. But the Ukrainian Security Service, SBU, is known to be infiltrated by Russia. It has yes. historical ties to KGB and the FSB. And was Ukraine getting, so was there censorship of anti-Putin and pro-Ukraine materials? Yes. So from the post that I've seen, it, it has cut both ways. But the thing that I find interesting is Zelensky fired the head of the SBU uh, in 2022 for the infiltration that was rife with Russian agents. So we were getting a, a little bit out of both sides, which again speaks to the troubling nature, not only of the fact that the FBI was doing the bidding of a foreign government, yeah. but the fact that they weren't vetting these posts and they we're, were coming from both sides of that war in Ukraine. We're seeing a photographer with a studio in New York censored, a manager yes. of a moving company in South Carolina censored, a mu musician in Minnesota censored, a prof professor at a California university censored. You know, so there's that story. There's also this congresswoman... Let's move on to the separate story, what you've been um, drawing attention to, that HHS Secretary Javier Becerra, he failed to properly and constitutionally uh, basically appoint top NIH officials. They weren't sworn in, but they're giving out grant money. Can you break this story down? 
Absolutely. So under the 21st Century Cares Act, there was a requirement under Section 2033 that the secretary had to appoint and reappoint officials within NIH. To date, we know that that has not happened. So you have individuals like Dr. Fauci who were not authorized and still issuing out grant money to the tune of 20 billion dollars plus, including to the EcoHealth Alliance. Now, we all know that there's a direct tie to the Wuhan lab and the EcoHealth Alliance. We're going to get more and more information, but what we know is that the Biden administration broke from traditional policy, and these officials, they conducted business illegally using taxpayer dollars. Got it. Congressman Kat Kamek. What are your thoughts? Go ahead, Jen. Hey, what do you think is coming for censorship? Like they're censoring everything. And now that that's in the news, do you remember when they were talking about people who should be censored and now they're talking about people being censored and that's a bad thing. I, I don't know what their end game is, mm-hmm. but I, I, don't know, I think like it's, uh, it's going it, to, we can't believe anything we see anymore. They're constantly confusing us. Like, okay, believe everything we say and don't listen to these people. We're censoring them for you. Remember Facebook came out a couple of years ago and was like, we're going to censor your Facebook posts, not yours, but we're going to censor what you can see and you can choose to click on it if you want to. I think right. they still do that on Instagram. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's interesting too, that the, uh, like they show a newspaper and it literally looks like an upside down American flag. Cause it's got like the thing over to the side you know, the corner and then it's got like stripes. So it's just, you know, the symbolism is all over the place. And as far as like why they talk about one thing and like kind of do the other and, you know, talk about both sides, I think it's to start a debate. It's to start people arguing because there's automatically those people that are going to be like, dude, they're censoring all of our shit. We're not, you know, able to say and do and whatever we want. And then there's automatically going to be people that are going against them just for the sake of like, you know, disagreeing politically because, you know, politics is so polarized these days if you agree on one thing if you think trump's good then anyone that thinks that trump's bad is going to hate everything that you say even if you talk about stuff that's very common sense like you know you shouldn't fuck a kid right like that's the most extreme example but then they're like well maybe you can you know it's like dude what the fuck are we doing here why can't we just you know i think that you know the whole digitalization of like arguments and things like that arguing not face to face right Dude, people say things to me that online that they would never say to me in person. And it happens all the time. You know what I mean? And even it's not even about beating someone up or, or being able to kick someone's ass if they said something to you like face to face. It's just like there is there there's a respect there no matter what, right? If Jen, if you and I were face to face, I wouldn't fucking name call you. Not because I'm afraid that you're going to beat my ass, it's because it's a fucking respect thing. Like most people don't do that when they're face to face. Um, yeah, there's like an energy that people have too. When you're mm-hmm. right in front of someone, there's something else about that, I guess. When it's right. easy, when you're just behind a screen or you just have your phone up and you want to get mad and say something shitty, there's no repercussions at all. What are right. they going to do? Say something mean to you? You don't yeah. have to really deal with it. You can also choose to put your phone down and never see if that person responds back to you. Right. But yeah, when right. you're face to face, you have to hear it. Yeah, and there is that chance that you get, you know, slapped or you get some, you know, water thrown on you or whatever or embarrassed, you know, like someone could be like, look what the fuck this dumbass just said. And it's face to face. It's very, very interesting. It is real time. What's that? It's real time, too. You're going to get insulted right to your face and you're going to hear it as it's happening instead of just seeing it. Oh, someone posted this an hour ago yelling at me or whatever. Right. 
and it is Orwellian. And and since uh, you know you bring that up, Ghost, that's a good uh, clip. I'll kind of segue into some other Orwellian stuff right here, real quick. That picture of that food. Zero hit on this whole 1984 George Orwell push of Ring doorbells, Amazon Alexos, Amazon Echoes, and all the other names that they give them. All fancy names to try to put it in your house so that they can take your data and turn it into a television show. Now, what's interesting is those Amazon rings and all those doorbells actually sync up to these new LED smart bulbs that they're trying to push. There's a little disclosure on there saying that everything will be interconnected in the Internet of Things or in the smart city, which is linked up to the social credit score. These light bulbs will sync up to all of your appliances, all of your devices, and everything in your home to issue you a social credit score based on if you've been a good citizen. I like to stick to incandescent bulbs. They don't track me. They don't give me a social credit score. They're also not linked to cataracts like LED bulbs, and they're just soothing. So if you're out at the hardware store and you're looking for what to put into your house, stick to things with wires, stick to things that are old school, and avoid all this weird technology before it gets too... So today we're going to yeah. hit on this whole. I definitely agree with that, dude. Because like yeah. even like the idea of those oh, yeah. locks on your home are terrifying to me. Like I don't understand why anyone has those in their homes. Yeah, I remember when we first bought this house, and you know doing it didn't need much work. You know we're getting paint or whatever, changing doorknobs, what have you, and they, they were running a, a special on. Uh, google those little google home minis or whatever they were right, right. i got one i was like oh this is gonna be cool you know and hmm. wanted to hook it up to everything and and you know looked into maybe like a ring doorbell or, or whatever i'm glad i never did and and i it wasn't long after that i i unhooked that that google home mini and it's i don't even know where it's at but you just started hearing too many horror stories and it's like yeah i don't want to be hooked up I don't. It's I'm, in your I'm house. good. It's probably still listening to yeah. you. Yeah, even though it's unplugged, it's, it's probably yeah. You're right. Still is. Just did we you have one of those that? in our house too? Oh God. No, no. Go for it, Jen. I was just gonna say we had when we bought this house, we had one of those the Google thermostats that was just part of the house. It was already here, so I was all excited about it. And then um, a bunch of people were talking about. Um, they were throttling their AC. They were turning it down or whatever. Even though they'd set it to a certain temperature, it was turning itself off. And ours right. did the exact opposite during mm-hmm. that same time. The AC was like cranking up and the heat was turning on. It was super weird. And I had turned off every single setting. So we haven't necessarily disconnected it yet, but we never, ever use it. We don't set it for anything. Wild. I mean, yeah. I want to see if I can find... Okay, so this is... Yeah, this is from... Oh, go ahead, Gus. I was just going to say, they were doing that this past winter, uh, limiting people that had these devices. The electric company somehow was tapping into them and not letting them turn their heat up past a certain point. Or, you know, that happened here in central Pennsylvania. I I mean, I don't have one of those thermostats, but I was just like, what the fuck? Like, if I want my house 80 degrees, I'm going to put it at fucking 80 degrees. Who are you to tell me what I can put it at? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, dude, it's wild stuff. Those smart thermostats. So let me show you something else that is it goes right in line with that. This is something that we all have in our houses. It's like a router or a modem or whatever. I talked about this on the Las Vegas Sphere beginning episode because I think that that sphere 
might have some of this kind of technology and it's going to also kind of i think harness energy which sounds weird but it, it seems to be some kind of weird operation like that this is fucking nuts this is like a ted talk type thing where they talk about a, a kind of a hidden capability of some routers well, what they did is they had um you know a camera looking at a space with people in it um that's sort of like coming in from one eye the other eye is the radio signals so sonar from the uh, wi-fi router and they just learned to predict like this is where the human beings are. Then they took away the camera. So all the AI had was the language of radio signals bouncing around a room. And this is what they're able to reconstruct. Real-time 3D pose estimation, right? So suddenly AI has turned every Wi-Fi router into a camera that can work in the dark, specially tuned for tracking living beings. Well, what they did is they had... Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. What's the context of that? What was that? What was the TED talk about? Uh, and I don't even know if it was honestly a TED talk, but it seemed to be about like dangers of AI is what it sounds like, because that, that's the only clip that I've seen of that guy. I don't know who the guy is. He could be bullshitting, you know, who knows? But it doesn't sound impossible when you think about like, you know, OK, artificial intelligence is tapping into routers and then the routers send out frequencies and pulses. Essentially, that's how they find shit. Or, or how you get your signal, rather. So if they turn that into, like, some sort of, like, sonar type thing, that's how, like, fucking, isn't that how, like, bats hunt? And they're very yeah. good at hunting bugs. So if it was, like, artificial intelligence mixed with these pulses coming out, they could say, okay, there's this being that's moving around the house. What is the shape of that being? How are they moving? What, like, where are they at right now? You know, and then it'll start getting like the bedtimes and it's like it's going to know when you're laying in your bed. It's not going to distinguish you from the bed, I wouldn't think. But then, like, I don't know if it's going to be able to pick up on like biometrics and shit like that. But it's just it's a wild concept that this shit's able to basically like reconstruct some sort of moving image like a living being. I think that that's just wild. And then Ryan, you sounded like you just described the newest horror movie for 2023. It's like the next plot like that is this. That is a terrifying creature, terrifying right. enemy. Yeah, right. And think it's of like it, fucking Terminator. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say, think if it gets in the hands of law enforcement, they don't need a warrant. They they can just use this technology, watch it on a screen, and see how many people are in the building, where they are, and now in a good situation, take out a bad target. But what if it's used right. in in nefarious ways? Right. And then the precog crime and stuff mm-hmm. too. My my parents were watching Minority Report the other day when Great I went over movie. there to see them and. I mean, yeah, dude, it, it, it's like that That stuff is scary. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it, it all seems like all too real to me. It seems like it's right around the corner. Yeah. It does. That's why society is going to have breakaway civilizations that are like, hey, we're just going to go live in the woods in tents and just hunt for our food. I don't want any help from you. It sounds right. really comfy to go sit and live in a smart city and have everything provided for you and you get, get your universal basic income. But right. I would rather live in the mountains at this point and just hunt and take my chances on the fresh water I find. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying stuff. And, um, and own a horse because if the horse drinks the water, you can drink the water. They will never drink. Uh, uh, I'll make my kids try it first. <laughs> there you go. Hey, drink that. <laughs> there you go. All right. You got a couple two, of them. Two, two hours later. Okay. You, you don't got the shit yet. All right. We're good. <laughs> Let me, uh, I know we're probably coming to a close here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, let me show you guys this. Okay, this is great. This is like a heavy metal Alex Jones riff. Oh, I think I I might have seen this. Hell, 
battle before I sit here and I watch this country and the world turned over to these savages. I'm done, I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You Satanists want to sacrifice the West. You want to kill the beautiful goddess that is the West. You people are enemies, and we're going to get your ashes, and we know what you're up to, and we're coming for you. <laughs> Isn't that dope? And then he just goes on shredding like that, but it's just so sick. Let's rape uh, possums. Let's rape possums. That is uh that is a fact. Let me see here. Yeah, man, that was about it. You know, just wanted to show show those things. What is there. that chicken? It looks fucking amazing. It does. I was looking at I'm that sitting too. here, I'm like hung I'm like, man, that fucking looks good. Oh, this is fish. It's oh. uh it's uh catfish stuffed with cream cheese, shrimp, and spinach. Ooh. Mozzarella. Yeah, dude, it looks fucking good, huh? Yeah. That's like half my <laughs> my shit like on my saved. It's like food, some art every once in a while, and then conspiracies. Like this art page, dude, is nuts. The stuff this dude draws. Um, I'd like to use this though. But he uses paint markers and he just makes like the craziest shit. Um, it looks super, super legit. Like all these different ones that he has. I'll go to his page. Uh, just to shout him out, but he draws all these by hand. Like it's like you know, kind of creepy, dark stuff, but it's yeah. dope as fuck. Give, it has that that dark garbage pail f- feel to it. Exactly. Yeah, that, I think that that might be why I like it. But yeah, dude. I mean, it, it looks like super realistic. What you can do with paint markers is just crazy. So it's kind of fun to. And I used to be like, I have some drawings up there on the wall that I have and shit. But like that dog is dope, dude. Like yeah. I don't know, it's just really cool. That's kind of awesome. Style. You should do tattoos. They look like tattoo drawings. Yeah. Right. Right. Kind of like legit. cartoonish, but yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. What else on the docket? Anything? No, I think we're we're coming to that that time where we uh we, we play the music. Why don't you get back yourself, dickhead? You are a and the music does come through clearer, Jen, on the show. For some reason it doesn't sound very good on the thing. We we were we discussed this, but there's no real fix. But either way. Ladies first, do you have a cunt of the week? Someone that we talked about here, um, preferably. If not, you know, you can always throw anybody out there or you can throw multiple cunts of the weeks out there. Uh, but you go first. Um, the cunt of the week is obviously Mike Pence. He's always been a cunt. <laughs> he will always be a cunt. And yeah, he's the cunt of the week. I I, I have to wholeheartedly agree with you. Um that was mine going into it. I changed it mid-show, uh, not knowing that you were going to pick Mike Pence. But in the beginning, I was, yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I already know my cut of the week, this fucking Pence, dude. But yes, I, I agree. Do you have another one? I do. I'm going to go with the FBI and this whole censoring shit and then uh, how they appointed Fauci illegally and what have you in doing all the grants and you know they're they're just pieces of shit all these government entities need to fucking be dismantled yeah yeah i mean it's just it's nuts man the fucking the levels of tyranny that are just ramping up constantly yeah for my cunt of the week uh not you know it's not as bad as some of these like government officials mike pence is a great one and blah 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 right I'm going to go with like these transgender dudes that fucking go in and expose themselves in bathrooms. We talked about oh, that. Right. I was just going to say that one definitely deserves at least a nomination. So hell yeah. I'm yeah. glad you picked that one. We hit them. We hit them all. We I think did. that, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's, uh, 
what an awful thing to do, man. Like, I know that, like, there was a story a while ago. Uh, I saw it on InfoWars where I think it, it was in, like, South Korea or something. The bathhouses there for women are, like, a bonding thing. Like, women will go in there naked. Their daughters will go in there naked. And it, it sounds super weird to, to us, probably. But it's something that they do, right? And there was a dude that went into one of these things naked, you know, just dick and balls are out in front of children, right? Now, it's one thing, you know, when, when you're a kid, I don't know, uh, and this is weird to say, but, you know, a lot of kids take, like, showers with their parents. So I, I, I remember distinctly taking showers with, like, my dad uh, as a, you know, little, little kid. Never with my mom, though. I never took any showers with my mom. You know what I mean? Um yeah, that makes sense. So I did that with my daughter when she was little, little, like two or three. I right. didn't want to leave her alone. And I was like, okay, we'll take showers together. And as she got older and could do it on her own, I stopped do- obviously doing that. Like, I just did it out of necessity. But if I had a little boy, that would probably never have happened. Right. And you show them what to do, right? You show them how to clean all their parts right. and shit. You know, like it's not going to work the same way with a, you know, man. And then I could get some kind of weird, like, you know weird kind of vibe going i think like later in life if you see your mom naked a bunch i think that's probably not good for a boy honestly i don't I don't know but i don't have kids so i might be talking out of line here but it definitely was something that i remember and it was something that i think that that could have been really fucked up for a lot of people at, you know a lot of young girls seeing a dude naked um you know i don't know it just it's it's gross as fuck to me so yeah yeah shame on those people man um Good show, though. This yeah. was a fun one. Jen, thank you so much for popping on. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's awesome. Is there anything that you want to, like, tell people about? Obviously, hopefully everybody that listens to us will listen to you guys. Um, you guys have been around for, for a little while now, too. So is there anything new going on with Legit Bad or anything at all? So we're, we're kind of taking the summer off of having guests on where we're going to bring it back to me, Ben, and Joe. I'm probably saying this right. Joe, Ben, and I doing... Uh, just shows on our own without having guests for a little bit um joe just kind of stopped scheduling not out of laziness or anything but he was like i just kind of missed the good old days of late 2020 when we started the show and it was just us shooting the shit or we talk with you all the time ryan and brandon like and then um and ron from new england but we would just the three of us get on and just bullshit so we're gonna try that out for a couple weeks and see how that goes and then probably start scheduling again in the fall but gonna have a weird summer of just us cool that's sounds, awesome sounds yeah, i'm fun. looking forward to that yeah hell yeah yeah, yeah i it, it's important to change up your shows you know what i mean like i i'm recently now it's funny you say that because i'm getting back into having guests on um after oh, nice. not having guests for a while so yeah it's uh it's it's a good way to keep yourself interested and keep the uh you know content fresh for people so good job with that i'm excited and uh hopefully you know you guys have all the the success out of the show you get whatever you want out of the show it's awesome so uh ghost anything for you do uh no not not much uh just you know doing the same old bump and grind you know booking guests for my show and the tavern so yeah and i get it it can be very overwhelming and you try to put you know a, a show to uh, you know uh, together every week and you know you you want it to be good so i don't i don't i'm not good at solo so i, I gotta keep on plugging away at Booking guess. <laughs> Hell yeah. But good stuff, guys. Yeah, well, it was great. Else? No, that was it. Uh, Jen, thank you. Uh, 
tell yeah, thank you guys yeah it's nice to to get the female voice on, on the on the the cunt show and you know instead of uh, as it should be uh, yeah you yeah. have a female guest on cunt every time just yeah to be fair. we try to we I try mean, that's what, you guys that's are just thing. far and few between in the podcast game in in, in like oh, the yeah, conspiracy type type angle of it but again thank you um tell joe thank you for for uh letting you spend some time with these two retards and uh yeah, that's about my it. My husband, thank you for allowing me to what not. Be yeah, in the I wasn't gonna or... say anything. If, yeah, uh, <laughs> never mind. Fuck, I, was, I just meant like yeah. thank, thank you for gracing Hosting us with Ryan your. Ryan, <laughs> say thanks for allowing me to hang out with two <laughs> yeah. males alone for an hour <laughs> that and forty-seven minutes. No, I was gonna say I was like, damn, dude, that sounds sexist as fuck, and I am usually the sexist one. So it's funny that you said that, ghost. I love it. That I, was I, wasn't great. E- I wasn't even thinking of it in that way when I said I know, it. I, was just I know. <laughs> Tell I the man. Thank you though, because that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Tell the man, thank you for letting us. Talk to you. Now get back in the kitchen and bake some cookies. I'll do that. (laughs) I'll bake him a loaf of bread next, just in case. I don't want to get hit. There you go. I don't want to get smacked with a fucking shovel. Ah, shit. Well, that's the end of the show, people. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Ending on a high note. Yeah, ending on a high note, literally. So, yeah. Until then, we will see you next Tuesday.
try.